Give God thanks for them. Amen. They help us. All the band, the singers. Well, it's been an incredible year. Can you believe that 2018 is almost gone? Before you blink your eye, we'll be celebrating New Year's. Amen. How many of you are glad to see the year go? Not many of you. That's good. Amen. How many of you want God and you still believe God has got some things to do and finish before this year is up? If you believe that, give God praise and thanks. Some of the things that we've been praying and asking the Lord about, we've not seen a manifest yet. We haven't drunk the last drop of ounce of time out of 2018 yet. Don't play God short. Let's fix our heart for the Lord to do everything he promised. Amen. I'm curious as to how many of you sit here today have things that are just on the verge of breakthrough, but you haven't seen the full manifestation yet. If that's you, raise your hand and look around and see your brothers and sisters together in the same place. It's an important thing to know that God has not forgotten, amen? I came this morning to give you some instruction, actually, to give all of us instruction for the remainder of this year. Because we, we have not seen everything that God has promised, but, but I believe with you to see everything that he put in our hearts that he would do in 2018. How many of you know we serve a God that doesn't take God any time? When he's ready, it happens. But sometimes it takes us time to get ready. In getting ready together, I want to, I want to give your attention to Matthew chapter 6. A familiar passage, but there's some instruction here that I want us to adhere to. I want us to prepare for. If you're going to go with God, then you need to ready yourself. You need, you need to prepare yourself to go and to do what he wants. Amen. I'm so grateful for this, uh, this Thanksgiving season. We had a great time as a family. And, and we did. We, we honored uh, a person in, in the household, and it was a, such a blessing uh, to them. And I believe an open door, actually, for other things that God is going to do. Amen. I thank God for all of you that followed that instruction. I know that if you did it, usually when you do so unannounced and you honor people, it's un unexpected. It has a powerful impact on them because all of us want honor. And there are those of us who actually need it. And there are some that need it and never get it. And I want to just tell you, it does as much for the person that's doing it as the person who receives it. Can I get a better amen to that? How many of you have some things you want God to see, you want to see God do in your family? If you, if you have some family things you want the Lord to do, it's in your heart, would you raise your hand and look around again? And check out the people that are sitting here today. Usually if it's family, it's about relationships. 
It's about the lives of people. People that we want God to change. Things we want God to straighten out. But I want to give you three things very quickly. You know them all, but I come today to remind you how powerful they are and why it's necessary. I want to, I want to put these things to action. Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to start... I'm going to start Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 1. And he speaks of these things because every one of them are just religious activity to his audience. They go through the motions, but they don't get the results. In fact, Jesus right away in chapter 6 and verse 1 begins to straighten out for them this is the attitude you need to have when you do these things. But they change everything. But God first wants you and I to change our attitude. Are you breathing there, saints? Say amen so this can be quick and hopefully painless, hallelujah. When the Lord speaks of, of, of the three things I'm going to speak with you about this morning, he prefaced what he says with one statement that is amazing to me. He says this, He's talking to religious as well as non-religious. He says, beware of practicing your righteousnesses before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with, with your Father who is in heaven. I want you to note something, and I want you to zero in and focus in on that word reward. Jesus talks about these things as avenues to a reward. Something that only the Father can do. And he, he prefaces, he says, when you do these things, here's the unspoken word, when you do these things so everybody can see you, you miss your reward. And what he's hitting at is, is motivation. Why would you do these things? All three of them are actually against the person, your person. And yet he speaks of them in terms of reward. And he starts by the most personal thing. And I, I have to admit to you, saints, every time I get on the freeway, there's this place where you get on the freeway, you come around, you're going to get on, like you're going to get on 10th Street. Well, they got this long um, side street. And every time I get on it here lately, every time I get on that side street, there's always somebody, somebody with a cardboard piece of paper standing on the side of the road. Have you seen them? 
It has something on there. The last, latest one I saw, you know how you, you know how you, when you drive up, you don't want to look. You, 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 maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the only one. I don't want to look, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to look at him. Because, you know, if you look at him, you know, they, they, they get that pity look in there. Like. Your mind starts bringing up all kinds of, all kinds of, of like, you, 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 you're just ripping people off. You don't need to. You know, does that happen to you? Last one I wrote was, the last sign was, clean will work. I'm not sure what that meant. That if he was clean, he would work, but clean, clean will work. Others, homeless. What kind of signs do you read when you, what does it say on the signs that you've read? The ones they hold. Just hungry. I need a beer. I remember that one. Help me. Any others? Who? Veteran. I didn't know. He said veteran. I didn't know what that was. Okay, okay. Say it again. I need some gas. No car in sight, right? Okay, so I'm going to do this quick. So the Lord said, these three things carry reward. Do you see that? You should note it, highlight it in your Bible. So then he says this, and this reward is going to come from your Father in heaven. Because Jesus implies he's watching. He's postured to answer your prayer. He's postured to enter our benevolences. And this is what he says. So when you give to the poor, not if you give, so when you give to the poor, do not sound the trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward. Man, every time I go down, every time I get, I don't know what it is inside of me that doesn't want to respond to a person with a sign. Man. Here lately I've come under some conviction about that. So I decided I'm going to get me some cash, put it in the middle, because you know you don't want them to look like you're looking at, you don't want to, you know, raising up, move your seatbelt and trying to get in your pocket, right? I'm sorry, maybe I'm the only one who thinks this way. I, I, I'm going to give me some cash and put it in the middle because I'm considering them the poor. So I've decided not to look at them like they're getting over on me. I've decided that they are my reward. Three things, the Lord says, are powerful and they bring a reward and they change everything. Number one, when you give, write it down. And I want, I, I want you to think about this for the remainder of 2018. Have you got all of the resource out of you that God wants out from you so he can bring back to you what he wants to bring back to you? What about our giving? And he's, he specifies, in this case, the poor. And I don't know, it's amazing to me, beloved, over the last uh, six months, how many situations the Lord has opened the door, even for this house, 
to minister to the poor? How many amalgamations, how many friendships, and how, many, um, uh, connect, how much connectivity is happening with myself, my staff, and persons who serve the poor? We have an open door. And listen to me. We're going to start this now so God can bless us in 2019. In my, in my office right now, if you go in my office and go and open the, the closet door, you can't even get in there because, we, 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 because of the donation of how many socks you all donated. It's amazing. And you know, I, did, I never even thought about it when Scott told me. And he said, um, oh, you, you, you would not believe how, many, how, how people are blessed when, when, you, when, you, when you meet that need. Giving is one thing I want you to get in your heart and answer the question between you and God. Does he have everything from you so he can get anything to you? If you want to blow your mind, then just do a reference on giving to the poor. It'll blow your mind how many promises are attached to my giving to the poor outside of myself. This, this, this raised all kinds of issues inside of me because I started looking at the things that I have. Have you considered how much you have that you never used, that you haven't used in two, three, four, five years? As a church, as a body of Christ, as an individual family, what if God's reward to you was based on getting that from you to where it needs to go? Won't happen unless you proactively do something about it. Unless you intentionally say, I'm giving this. So, so my, my, uh, my, my answer to my, my, uh, my answer to my, uh, my, my, my irritation of somebody standing on the side of the freeway is fill your middle dash with ones. <laughs> Have you ever started to give somebody something and I said, no, no, don't give them that. Give them the big bill. Has it ever happened to you? I'm just kind of curious, maybe I'm the only one here. Does anyone ever give anything to the poor standing on the side of the road saying, I want some help? How many of you give something? Look around. Well, you guys are better than me, man. I have not led the way in this. Thank you. I tell you what, I'm starting this week. Filling my inner, inner cup with, with some ones so I don't have to unbuckle my seatbelt, raise up, try to get the, you know, right, hello. Even worse than that, have some cash on you. Somebody, I ain't carrying no cash, that way I can't give nothing. Really, hello, you, are you there? But what if God's financial reward was based on, on in part, on how much you give away to the poor? So he says, when you practice, interesting, your righteousnesses. If you want to understand that better, it means your acts, your righteous acts, the good things we do for others. So he says, he, that's how he starts. Tell you what, when you give, he says, uh, I, I want you to check your attitude. And I want you to, what I want you to do is I want you to don't give in the way that the religious do or the hypocrites do. 
They just want to be seen by men. They just want to be honored by men. But he said, I, truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. Verse 3 says, but when you give, but when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And I love this strategy Jesus gives. It's, it's a strategy, somebody's in need, you know they're in need, they may or may not have even asked you, but you, 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 you sneak it in the pocket. That's not letting your right, left hand know what you're right. In other words, you don't say, hey, I know you need this, come and get it. I never forget, Carol and I were, were, were um, singing and, and, and the person we were singing for promised to pay us for that service and when we gotten through the um, they hadn't they hadn't paid us yet and he, he on the spot he remembered that he had not paid us so he reached in his 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 pocket and pulled out a big wad of hundreds and just start throwing them out like this here I was irate you know how your mouth is open right there mine was worse than that I think there's something about what Jesus is saying attitudinally. When an look at your neighbors. When a poor person is in your presence, it's an opportunity from God. Here's our strategy for the remainder of 2018. Who are you going to give to? When God opens that opportunity, see it like your father sees it. I'm giving you an opportunity to prosper. Go into your coffers, go into your wallet, go into your pocket, go into your funds and bless them. Powerful strategy. Your father says, I have a reward for you. And if you do this in secret, I'm gonna reward you openly. Number two, are you there? Hmm. Oh, yes, look at verse 4. So that your giving will be in secret. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Tell your neighbor, your father, is he knows what's going on in secret. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Number two, when you pray, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, what does the Bible say? They have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your where? Into your closet, in your, close your door rather, and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret come on saints will do what he will reward you second thing i want us to do not only do i want us to be focused on what we're giving but i want us to be focused on when we're praying i want us to make that make 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 the reward your motivation if I pray, 
My father, who knows what I'm praying, he wants to reward me. He desires to answer your prayer, but he can't answer a prayer if it's not prayed. I said he won't answer a prayer that's not prayed. So pray. And then he goes on, he says, not only that, when you pray, verse 6, go into your inner room, close the door, your father will reward you. He will reward you for what is done in secret. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. Mm. So don't be like them. For your Father in heaven knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way. And then he begins to give us that incredible prayer of the Lord's Prayer. I have to tell you that recently the Lord's Prayer has become again a part of my personal praying. And, and I, I, I want to say this to us because some things are not answered yet because I'm going to say it this way. Enough prayer has not been prayed to fill up what is needed to, be, to release it. Enough prayer has not been released enough to fill up so that God can release what he desires. Giving releases finances. Blessing. Specific praying releases specific answers. So if you don't have it yet, and you desire it, and you know it's righteous, prayer is part of the ticket. This is the second, the second thing he says. The first thing he says, I want you to beware of your giving, and I want you to beware of your praying. Are you there, saints? And the third thing he says in, in chapter 6, verse 16 and 18, whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect, for they neglect their appearance so that they will appear, they will be noticed by men when they're fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have their, what? Reward in full. But you, when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in, who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward. When Jesus talks this way, he talks this way because he understands there, there are major needs that we have. He knows we, we, we want to, I'm going to use the term, move heaven. God knows there are things that you, you, you desire in your heart. And he desires them also. But he's given us keys to get answers. 
I want to enact those keys. I want you to turn those keys for the kingdom of God. And I'm going to do this. We're going to do this together. All three of them together. In fact, I, I want, I'm, we're, going to, we're going to call us together to pray. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to pray at a, an inconvenient time because we want the Father to note that we mean business. In fact, this is the 26th, 5th. Today's the 25th? Tomorrow's the 26th. One week from tomorrow, which will be December the 3rd. All right, praise God. I, we're, going to, we're going to come together. He gives us this because he doesn't want the outsiders to know what we're doing in the same way that he doesn't want anyone to know personally what you're doing if you're just fasting because you want people to feel like you're spiritual. If you're just giving because you want to impress other people. If you're praying because you just want everybody else to hear to, to make you feel like you're a spirit. That's not, Jesus said, those folks, they have their reward. But I'm going to reward those openly who pray in the attitude he's described. We're going to fast. We're going to pray. And we're going to give. And, and in fact, not this Monday, but the first Monday of December is December the 3rd at 5 o'clock in the morning. Hallelujah. Sure you're right. At 5 o'clock in the morning, look at your neighbor, he said 5. He didn't say p.m., he said a.m., he said 5 o'clock in the morning. At five o'clock in the morning, we're going to gather Metro and we're going to pray. And you know what? If, whenever we have, whenever, I'm sorry that some of you don't know our history, but whenever we did this, whenever we got together as a church and, and entered into corporate prayer early in the morning, it is amazing what God would do. My wife and I, we would, we would, uh, we'd lead the way. Amen. And uh, we would come, it, it, and, and yes, it's also in the wintertime. Oh, hallelujah. But I cannot tell you how many times God showed up and did an amazing, by the time that season had ended, God had done an amazing thing. I, I like to substitute. In fact, in, instead of our Connection groups, we're all going to meet for prayer early in the morning. On Monday morning, on the 3rd, right here for prayer. And God is going to answer our prayers. And God is going to give the reward that he said, I'm an, I myself, I'm going to reward you. We're going to do that and I want you to come with me. I want you to come with us. I want you to believe with us. We're going to be specific about what we want. In order for you to be specific, I'm going to ask you, before you ever, before you ever show up, 
have, have you written down, have you, have, you, have you written down what you want God to do? What you want him to answer? If I ask you that question, what do you want? Would you be able to answer God? If you haven't, I want you to write it down. And I want you to come. I want you to raise up. I want you to go to, go to bed early the night before. So you'll be ready. On Sunday night, I want you to actually get in the bed, in the bed early. I can't even remember. I can't tell you how many times we drug dr or carried Tiffany and Christopher and Matthew for early morning prayer. And they had to go to school the next day. And we, we'd have them. We'd put them in a blanket and take, bring them and lay them on the chairs <laughs> while the rest of us were praying. And God would always. I'm curious, is there anyone here who were with us in those early days while we did that? Stand on your feet, please, if you were with us in those early days. Oh, my God. I want to tell you, some of us, some of our kids wouldn't be doing what they're doing now if we had not entered in that time of prayer. We're going to do it again. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to break out of the confines of our natural, our natural habit. We're going to, we're going to gather as a local church and we're going to pray. We'll talk with you later about fasting. Because some of us already know after this Thanksgiving season, oh, a fast is due. In fact, I'm just curious, how many of you know or knew, uh, you know, I'm, I should, I, I need to fast. Raise, raise your hand if you know you need to, raise your hand high if you know you need to go on the fast. Yeah. The rest of you, we're praying for you, amen. Do I have a keyboard player? I do have a keyboard player. And this guy is really awesome. Some of you don't know how accomplished he really is, but he's been helping us now for the last year or two. Is it two years yet? Uh, one. one year. Would you please give him a hand, Jarrell? He's, he's, really, he's a great guy. <laughs> Jesus, when he, when, he, when he said these things, he said these things to a people who had lost hope. They were going through the motions, but they were receiving no answers. The things that they did normally had become, in the negative sense, religious. That means activity without meaning, without faith, not without expectation. There's a reason why that thing has not broken through yet. There's a reason why you have an anticipation in your heart, but it hasn't manifested yet. Prayer, giving, fasting is spiritual warfare. It's weapons that God gives us to overcome the unseen to overcome the demonic realm. Nothing gets done in the kingdom without prayer.
Nothing significant happens on earth unless God finds somebody to agree with heaven. No wonder Jesus said, when you pray, pray this, pray this way. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I want you and your family. We're going to drink the last drop of the goodness of God for 2018 and prepare us for 2019. But we're going to do it in the presence of God, praying. And I want you to take that as a call, as a summons, and bring with you the things that you want God to do. And bring faith with you. Amen. Lionel, please bring faith with you. She's, she's, a, she's a good part of that relationship. Stand. Some of you have that fire in your heart for prayer. Some of you have that desire, Lord, we need answers. We're not going to talk to God like he's not going to answer. We're taking the Lord at his word. Ask and it shall, come on. Seek and you will. Knock and the shall be opened for everyone that asks receives. Everyone that knocks the door shall be opened to him. If you seek, you will find. We're going to do it together. We're going to make note of what it is that we want God to do. And we're going to write it down what he did so you don't forget it. Some of you have forgotten the prayers that have been prayed in the past. The things that God broke through and did it for you. For you. He answered your prayer. It's not going to be this time. We're going to write it down and we'll remember. In fact, I want us to get just a, one little taste of that. I want you to make your way and make this a place before the throne. I want you to come. 